following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast with your host, EZD, Derek Jaws, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I, as always, am EZD, Derek Jaws, and joining me once again from the bowels of quarantine, the depths of the pandemic, is the man, the myth, the legend, the original T-Wave. Taylor, what's up, buddy? Listen, I'm down here. I'm entrenched in it. I'm doing it. The basement's <laughs> looking good. I might never leave again. Listen, the basement is looking good. I got the pre-record uh, video tour. Video tour, yeah. Via, you know. via the old Zoom machine here because due to, the sta- well, due to the state of the world, this is how we got to do things now. Yeah, I don't even remember the last time I saw you. Oh, it's been at least a month, at least, if not more. Crazy out there. Wild times, troubling times in the kingdom. <laughs> you know what's not troubling times in the kingdom? No, not my kingdom. Not this kingdom. Not in the mafia. Ooh. Josh fucking Allen. That's what's a problem yeah. for the rest of the world. Not in Buffalo. Mafia is a kingdom. It's awesome. Tell you what, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither were the Buffalo Bills. It only took about three years. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, this dude, this dude comes out and just Monday night football against a good, another good defense because that San Francisco 49ers defense is not bad. Yeah. And don't tell me they're not. I'm already mad at the people that backtracked off the Niners after we kicked their ass. And I had to hear the talk of like, Ooh, the Niner. No, I'm sorry. Everyone was sucking the Niners dick going into that game. The Niners were the favorite. Didn't work out. Exactly. I mean, by every letter of the law, we were disrespected going to that game. So don't sit there and tell me, oh, it was just the Niners. Fuck you. You're all assholes. Yeah, that you are basically like, this is the same people that like, would look like when, when the Dolphins beat the Niners, it was like upset of the world and oh my God, like are the Dolphins for real? Yeah, now the Bills come, come the out. Dolphins. Yeah, now, now the Bills come out and just put their dick on the table and tell San Francisco to suck it in Arizona. And, Oh, it's just the Niners. It's just the Niners. Like, I don't want to hear yeah. this crap. Meanwhile, like, every, Salah has got a head coaching job already as, as far as everyone's concerned, but yep. all of a sudden now it's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, at some point respect has got to be given. We talked about like we put Herbert to the test. He had the worst numbers of his career so far against the Bills as he shredded everyone else. Now, wins or not, I don't care. If you're just looking at what we did as a defense coming along to that person, it was the best performance against anyone. Same thing against Murray. We gave Murray the hardest time against anyone they've had. And the Niners, for the first time all year, their defense looked inept. No one's done that to Salah in two years. So thank you. Yeah. And I mean, we're also talking about a team in the Bills that, you know, Russell Wilson hasn't even looked remotely the same since he played us. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. You can go back one more. We made him look stupid, too. We held Pat Mahomes to pedestrian numbers. Granted, they ran the football all over us, but we held him to pedestrian numbers. Like, we are a good football team. We've said, me and you say this every time we're on together. We are a good football team. Yeah, I thought about it yesterday when we talked about the scheduling. I'm like, I'm just going to have to repeat myself for the third time, but I decided not to so far. I'm holding that one in. (laughs) I don't want the redundancy to creep in on the show. The Mahomes, the numbers are one thing. I understand they ran all over us. What we did against them was kept them out of our end zone in the red zone consistently, which is how we kept in that game. So, yes, did our run defense look like Swiss cheese, which allows Mahomes to not throw the ball that much? Absolutely. But when push came to shove, Mahomes couldn't put the ball in my end zone, which still says something to me, because otherwise that game we got blown out if, if we don't hold them out of the end zone. Yes, and I, I believe we talked about it that week. It, it, pretty sure it was me and you the, I mean the the plan was to hold them down we weren't you're not going to stop them you got to hold them back yeah we were trying to drag that game out we were that was clearly one where we were hoping to have the ball last with a one score game that was, that was the goal for that game yeah and I mean if you if you look at our track record in those one score games it's pretty damn good I mean I I 
But now what I would say is with that being weeks ago, I think we play that if the Chiefs rolled into town tomorrow, I think we play the Chiefs how we played the Niners with Allen throwing the ball for 40. I think the confidence level has changed in our offense that we don't go into the Chiefs going, okay, let's try and control clock and drag the game out. I think we go, sure, I'll play a shootout with you. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going to put my defense against yours because I think my offense is competent. So whose defense is going to make one or two more stops? And that's, I think that's exactly how, as they say, you draw it up. And I mean, so 34 to 24 on, on the scoreboard is not terrific. It's a, it's 10 point ball game. Not a big deal. Don't get it twisted. Those last seven for the Niners came in what is only referred to as garbage time, because that was a three score football game. Until that point. And in the NFL, I mean, you look at scores across the board, predominantly the NFL is a one score game. So I'm sorry if I beat you by 10 in today's NFL, that's a confident win. And yes, again, we know that they scored seven late. It was 34 to 17 when we put our prevent defense out and said, okay, I own the clock. So I can give this score up happily and not care. And I do believe uh, I got to give what's his face credit God, he hates the bills. Why can't I think of his name? That's how much I hate him. Old <laughs> Buffalo news writer. Oh, Oh, son of a bitch. See what I mean? Yeah. Sullivan. No. Yeah. Sullivan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Sullivan. He put out Jerry Sullivan. He put out a great tweet, which put a lot of things into context about yardage that we gave up in the fourth quarter of games that we were up. And he's like, don't judge. You can't judge the Bills defense on the yardage they've given up because of these fourth quarter drives that we're allowing because we own the clock and the Niners is one of them. And I go, that's exactly right. I mean, we, we gave them that drive and said, sure, take five minutes because I know this game is mine. So absolutely. That game was not 34, 24. It was a convincing blowout win. Cause I still won by 10 points and we gave you seven. So yeah, I blew you out. Yeah. So in, in to that point, if you look at everything from the team stat line, 449 to 402, 368 to 316, 81 to 86, by the way, the t- a team that is touted for their rushing attack, held as a team under 100 yards, 6.6. Our our D-line came to play. Yeah, 6.6 per play for us, 6.7 for them. We had 31 first downs. They had 24. We were four for nine on third down. They were six for 11. We pushed them to 11 third downs. Um, I I heard our – the number of first downs that we have this year is just unprecedented. Yeah. And it feels like it when you watch the game because it just feels – like we're getting a chunk play on second down or we're converting third downs. It just feels like we consistently methodically walk down football fields more often than not. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so- and that graph we posted earlier about the touchdowns versus touchdowns and field goals minus punts, like those that drive difference, we're yeah. leading the NFL in that by a lot with the Chiefs number two. Yeah. I mean, we, we're, we are talking about again a very good football team here and across the board dr- dropping it down to the, the, the very bottom thing to, to you, to your point, time of possession. We had the football for 35 minutes. They had the football for 25 minutes and you Man, have to imagine like that. that five, at least five of those minutes are the last drive where they just chip, 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 chip. Yeah. Chip. And part of that five minutes, which was, a benefit to us is the two penalties they had late, which forced them to run more plays. And we're just out there enjoying it. Like, go ahead, run these plays. So yeah, they're getting, they were getting bonus time because we wanted them to have it. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, do it. Just run the football, have fun. Take your time on. I mean, cause we, we just, we didn't let anybody over the top that drive. I thought they needed more, a sense of urgency on that drive that they made it to 24 because did I think they have a shot? No, but they guaranteed they didn't have a shot by how slow they went on that drive. And I don't know if we just called the perfect defense to let them get their seven to 15 at a time and say whatever, but that drive was donezo for them. It was perfect. Yeah. And and watching the game, the, 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 the announcer sat there and pulled the, Oh, you know, we're, 
where's this been all game? Where's that been all game? Well, it's been what we've let you do. We, we are sitting here and this is 100%. We're allowing you to do this. So here's your, here's your free drive. It was a three score game. And the only way we could have lost there is if Greg Williams was our defensive coordinator. So obviously we let them play in front of us. Come on. So I I understand the announcers have to talk and it's, it was funny. Even my girlfriend said yesterday, like the, the announcer said that it was so obvious. And I said, well, they can't have the silence. They have to fill the void. And of course it was Joe Buck. who just could not stop talking about how perfect Tucker was. And then he missed that kick, <laughs> which also I was playing Tucker last night and I needed him to be under like 13 points to seal my number one spot in my fantasy league. And uh, yeah, Joe Buck, buried him and then of course they had the offsides which backed him up five yards so of course this is taking more tv time and buck goes and finds another stat about how perfect tucker was and i am laughing and then he missed the damn thing and it's like yeah why why did he not why do you have to say all that i said what else are you gonna do got fill the void with something yeah <laughs> thank yeah, you i mean you, you you can't you can't fill every void with downtrodden children and social justice i mean you gotta at some point jinx people <laughs> I hate Joe Buck. Oh, I, am, I am I am not a Joe Buck fan. Oh no, Buck is bad. I he's not bad. He's just he's beating the dead horse, and I'm sick of listening to him. Yeah, like his you know it's it's almost to the point where I love Gruden, but Gruden started to repeat himself, and everybody was all, always the world. He was the best dad, best. And it's like everyone can't be the best, John. I'm sorry, and that's where Buck is to me. It's like everyone can't be this good or this bad it's just find something i need some other words out of your mouth joe (laughs) yeah uh jumping off the bills game here and moving right along through the uh, week of games which uh, these long weeks including tuesday games are just interesting it's crazy like i i woke up this morning and i had to go through games for next week to send you guys picks because games start tomorrow and tomorrow night's a good one so yeah um, it's nuts we're, we're, I mean, we're I'm just, enjoying it because I have no life. So football every day of the week, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Give all all the football. Um, let's move the NFC I'm East matchups to Wednesday and get some action going, as Nick would say. But uh, <laughs> the uh, it was it was interesting, like listening in on the end of the Ravens Cowboys game last night, because admittedly I did not watch. Uh, I had some other stuff going on around the house, but. I, I did catch the end of it when I retired to my chambers to play some PGA golf on the PlayStation machine before me and the stat man decided to do some chell and get better at that. Cause I suck at it now again, that the new game came out and it was interesting seeing the, the way the announcers were back to ranting and raving about Lamar Jackson. Oh yeah, of course. What was he doing last night? He was twelve. The for, ball. He was twelve for seventeen for one hundred and seven, two and one. And now this, yep. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Lamar Jackson is a phenomenal athlete. He is a world class football player. He is a below average quarterback. If the Bills two years ago come out and this exact stat line sits for Josh Allen, which I'm almost positive it does. 12 for 17 for 107 and two with almost a hundred on the ground and another score. People are berating him that he is not an NFL quarterback, that this is the issue that he had coming out of the draft and everybody knew it. And Josh Allen is the not franchise quarterback that the bills want him to be. But last night against the lowly Cowboys who couldn't stop a nosebleed. He was back to form MVP caliber, best quarterback in the league. And that type of stuff drives me nuts. Yeah, he uh, played the worst defense in the NFL, which has been stated every single week since week one. Yep. And he ran the football. So he, he proved nothing. So I completely agree with you that the conversation that he's back to form, which, first of all, I guess you can say that because they're not wrong. That is his form. But the form is not an NFL quarterback. The form is a running back playing at an NFL quarterback. Sorry. So, yeah, sure. That's without question his form. But his form 
doesn't win in the playoffs. So whatever. He can own the regular season if he wants to, I guess. Have a good time. I mean, and he's not even really doing that. I mean, they're not right now. No, they're they're because a seven, they're one they're seven and five so football if team. If they run, if they see a team that stops the run, the Ravens lose. Period. Their defense isn't good enough to keep them in games that long. So if the Ravens ever have to play from behind or can't run the ball, Ravens lose. Yeah, I mean, and it's the the the, the pure stat of uh, they showed it, I believe, last week that. The Ravens are one and sixteen when losing after the first quarter. Makes sense. Like that's that to be like that. That's embarrassing. If I take a lead out of the first quarter, I got a W. I got to play good twenty minutes and make you play catch up. Yeah, and that was the Bills with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, the Bills with Tyrod Taylor was run the ball, play defense, and grind clock. But if we had to play from behind with Tyrod, we weren't winning a lot of football games. He just didn't have it in him, and neither does Lamar Jackson. No, and not to mention they're the, the same. The, Lamar Jackson is without question more athletic than Tyrod Taylor, but they're the same quarterback. <laughs> yeah, right. World class athlete. I mean, and you can't even because I, I would actually be intrigued to put their numbers against each other to see who turns the football over more. Because the one thing that yeah. Tyron absolutely had going for him was he didn't throw interceptions, and Lamar does that not. was, yeah, that kept us in games. Yeah, Lamar, I'll give Lamar credit; he'll at least try and make those throws. Tyrod knew he couldn't do it; he was just like, "Now nah, I'm going to hold it." <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, but this, otherwise they're exactly the same. Yeah, and, and this week will be another week that you don't see anybody from the Browns crying about, you know, sorry, not the Browns, the Ravens crying about the. Oh, the defense is calling our plays at the line. I I don't think Dallas's defense calls their own plays. To be honest with you, I I, I think they're just doing whatever and hope and hope it works. I mean, you know, Van Der Esch is that poor <laughs> Oh my God, I understand that that clip that shows him so lost from that view. I get why it's so bad. I know he can't see that ball and is why he is lost. But man, he looks like that a lot this year. Just chasing people and lost. That's a good observation. I don't think Dallas calls plays. <laughs> no, they they just put personnel on the field and they like kind of try to figure it out amongst themselves. And I mean, they they said it last night. the The last drive that the Ravens had that they just walked down like um, the Cowboys went down, scored, didn't get the onside kick, and but it wasn't over. Um, there was still the outside chance that if your defense gets you out, gets off the field, you have a shot. And they just, I don't think there was a single pass play, just run, 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 yeah. run. And, and the announcers were even like, this is a defense that gave up. Like pretty sure Aikman was like, this is embarrassing. Like I, I don't like, I, I, who, who are these Cowboys? Cause these are not my Cowboys. Like this no, is what and a- Aikman. So, Hard press against the boys too when he announces them. It's so great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like he he literally just sat there and just I I don't know what the hell's going on, but this is a joke. <laughs> like you're a bunch of quitters. Is basically yeah. he stopped he stopped short of calling them just garbage quitters. He's not really wrong. No, and again not they really I mean, wrong. They they said it a few times that like the offense wasn't the problem. I mean, they had a hundred yards on the ground between their two running backs. They had, um, no, they moved the ball a bit. Yeah. Then they, 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 moved, they actually I, moved the ball a lot. They just couldn't get it in the end zone when they needed to. Yep. Yep. And you can't get away with that when your defense is Swiss cheese. Yeah. But, uh, I it's going to be going to be a long, no long one should be surprised schedule. last night at the Ravens beat the Cowboys. And I would be hard pressed to find anyone who picked the Cowboys last night. So, I mean, no surprise that Lamar Jackson was able to run against the worst defense in the NFL. So the Ravens still aren't good and the Cowboys are still bad. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the other, the only good thing that did come from the Cowboys of that game is I was down a metric ton in a, in a fantasy game and I'm fighting for my playoff life right life right now. Because Josh Allen's performance damn near put put the KO punch on me, which I'm okay with. If if Josh Allen wins somebody else a fantasy football game against me and knocks me out of the playoffs, 
I am all about it because I care more about the bills than I do about fantasy. So I will just donate that money every year. I don't care. I can tell you we won my fantasy game throwing that ball to Diggs. I was playing against I was playing against Beasley. I was starting to get pissed. And then the fourth quarter, it was all Diggs. I'm like, yeah, it's my man crawling me back in. So uh but I had uh, I had Dalton. Cooper and Tucker going last night. And when I looked, I, I try not to look when the game's going on. Cause then I just, it ruins the viewing experience for me. But, uh, yeah, you I stop looked watching and, football. You're yeah. Like waiting for points. <laughs> yeah. So I looked and I, I like Cooper had like a catch for less than 10 yards. Dalton had like 12 points at the time because it's a point per completion league. So it's a little bit more high scoring than normal. And, uh, Tucker was at negative one because of the miss. And I'm like, well, it's over. So, it's over. And all of a sudden, like I, I put the game on upstairs and I'm looking at it. All of a sudden I'm like, Oh, scum time points. Eh, probably won't be enough. I got a five point W out of it. Scum time, <laughs> five point W from, from them, from dem boys. Cause they are in fact, dem boys. Yeah, so scummy boys, uh, the scum boys, the, uh, the dialing back into the rest of the week. Uh, the saints Falcons was a, a lot better game than I think anticipated. And, I, what what do you think about uh, the uh, the old the old Taysom Hill experiment over there? Nope, hard no for me. Um, I guess that sounds aggressive because I just I want to put an end to it now. Like I'm sure he's he's a great he's a great athlete. Not going to be 30 years old. He's not going to be a quarterback. I mean, I'm sick of the highlight reel where he hits Thomas in the chest, who's got no one in the camera screen near him. Like, oh, cool. Great throw. I've made that throw. I don't care about that. Show me something that's exciting. And as far as I'm concerned, his first two games, he looked bad. Yeah. It was not impressive. The rest of the team won that game. His running ability kept him in it. But nothing about those two games looked like – it looked like watching Tim Tebow. And there's no one in the world that calls Tim Tebow an NFL quarterback. So I don't need to call Taysom Hill one either. Is Taysom Hill better than Tim Tebow? Sure, I'll give him that right now. Still not a quarterback. So just put this to bed. Enough. I, he's this, gonna this... he's gonna go somewhere else and be an annoying Fitzpatrick. Like, ah, damn it, he's just good enough to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's just good enough to keep pushing for people's jobs when they're not doing well. Yeah, yeah. Like you better draft a franchise guy or I'm just gonna be here itching his asshole the whole time. <laughs> This was the first week his numbers at least look like an NFL quarterback, 27 for 37 for 232 and two. Um, he also added 83 on the ground. Again, that's, I mean, that's, you're looking at that and you're saying, okay, like this, if this is what I get every week, we're going to win a lot of football games, but I yeah, don't know that's how many. An improvement. Don't get me wrong. This game was better, but I mean, the Falcons are bad still. Like I get that they can put up points, but if they don't, they're bad. I mean, as, as compared to last the, the week before against the Broncos, nine for 16 for 78 and a pick. Yeah. And, they, I mean, and only 44 yards on the ground, but two scores. So, I mean, that and was. You play, the Broncos are a solid team, but you played a guy who doesn't play quarterback. You had how many offensive possessions you could have put together. And that was, those were the numbers you put up. That's how you played quarterback. That was embarrassing. Yeah, like that game was hard to watch. I mean, so and, and to put that into context, you played a guy who doesn't play NFL football currently. He's a practice squad guy. Like he's not an NFL rostered player currently. Aside yeah, from this that week game, he was sitting in the booth with a t-shirt on and a mask, yeah. watching the game from up top. Does yeah, not try, play. Try, trying to learn the just in case role. Yeah, <laughs> which, which I I enjoy that we have uh, our little insurance policy and Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm is uh, writing policies right now. I also find it incredibly awesome that the media world is so oblivious that after the Browns' huge debacle, failing miserably at protecting themselves against the virus, then put a a guy into isolation, and they're all like, oh, this is brilliant. And the whole world had to be, hey, uh, I already filed my State Farm claim. He's in my backyard and has been since, I don't know, the draft. (laughs) Yeah, sweet. But the the Broncos are awesome. Let me tell you. Yeah, the uh, our our dudes hanging out, learning the system via Zoom and practicing with a completely separate group of individuals that doesn't is yeah, around. Does anyone anybody. even know where he is? He's probably in Area Fifty One. He's so secret. Yeah. Where, where is Jake from State Farm? Yeah, listen, 
McDermott saw COVID coming and drafted this dude and, and said, <laughs> listen, he's smart enough that I can get him to learn this offense without being with the team. So if I yeah. need him, he's at least intelligent enough to look around and see what's happening. Like yeah. I'm, I'm in, I'm all for great. it. Well, and I, I wish I, I didn't know that that was, it, to me, I, I found out kind of how everyone else did because I was wondering early in the season why he was inactive and then on the practice squad. And I wish they would have told us that sweet move, but I'm glad they didn't because then the Broncos don't know any better. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's fun, then, just fun little secret we had there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now we look like geniuses and the Broncos look like idiots, but uh, the, uh, the Broncos. The, the Cleveland Brown football team looked like a football team for a while and then let the Titans sneak back into it. Ooh-wee. Well, I mean, we've said this before. You're going to score that many points, you're going to give points up because that means the possessions are going back and forth. And Tennessee is a good football team too, so the fact that they put the points up, whatever. But, yeah, the, that score is not indicative of that game. I was forced to watch that entire game because CBS and the way local listing there, there's nothing to watch. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the Browns look impressive without Odell crybaby Beckham jr. And uh, no one should be surprised by that. Cause everyone said it out loud the second he got hurt and they had what one bad game without him. And then they realized that there was an entire football team there. So, I mean, good for the Browns and, but go Baltimore this week for show. Like, I don't need teams floating around these high records. I need I need some muddle action. The AFC looks stacked right now. Yeah, and uh, I want the I want the records to be dumbed down a smidge. Also, I feel good about still having a stab at the number one seed. By the way, I don't know if anyone's taking a look at that. Oh, for sure, it's on the table. Yeah, I mean uh, the the Chiefs have a hard schedule. The Steelers have a hard schedule, and I can see the win out. I mean. And we own the tiebreakers. I saw this. We own the tiebreakers if we all finish 13 and three. Interesting. So, yeah, just, I need just, a win just, out and some losses. So we own a tiebreaker, even though, like, despite the the loss to the Chiefs. I was told, if I read this correctly, and I'd have to go back and find it because I think I saved it, but what it was stated was if we all finish 13 and three, that we own tiebreakers somehow, which I understand head to head. That doesn't make sense against the chiefs. Although but I'd the, have to go hunt it down again with, with, with a three team mix that might make sense because you can't do head to head because like, well, Oh yeah. Like, so the Steelers if, the, if, if, if the chiefs beat us, it. yeah. If the chiefs beat us and we beat the Steelers, but the chiefs and Steelers didn't play. And like, so we rank above the Steelers, but below the I chiefs. I do believe but, the first tiebreaker is conference record. Oh, Usually in those situations, but yeah, the three-way might be what supersedes the head-to-head. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, because how could you penalize us for losing to the Chiefs if we beat the Steelers and we all have the same record? So yeah, that wouldn't be a thing. That makes sense. Right. So good for you. I, that, that's the only thing I got to think of. That that comes from the old uh, coaching days and watching tournament seedings shake out and stuff. How do you how do you seed people that either haven't played or that you know didn't all play each other somehow? Yep, yep, yep. The uh, yeah, if I can find it again, uh, I'll repost it for the old stat machine on the twat box there. Perfect. Um, so the Lions, without a head coach, decided to look like a football team for the first time all year. That begs the question: is the is the Bill Belichick coaching tree that bad? Sure appears that way. I mean, I mean, he, is anyone soaking anything up from Billy, or is he just coaching everything? I mean, I, this, this is my take on it. And you know, I it's, it, it's like the quarterbacks that come there, come through there. He has like during Tom Brady's tenure, he's had other guys have to play football. They looked good. They went elsewhere and they muddled in mediocrity. And now his coaching tree is kind of doing the same thing. And uh, so the, the report on Patricia was that he came into Detroit and tried to instill the Patriot way, you know, and, and try to make it the, the lions you know, the lion's way, excuse me. And the thing about doing that is you have to stick to those guns, hell or high water, you know, and, and I reference, you know, the, the number of all pro players that went through new England that ended up getting shown the door, you know, Ty law. Oh, you're getting a little too big for your britches. There's the door. Yeah. You're going to get a good contract. Go play good football for somebody else, but it's not going to be for the Patriots. And you're not going to win championships. 
lawyer Malloy. Oh, you're going to go play good football. You're going to, you know, but you're not going to win championships. There's the door. I got a dude who I drafted in the fifth round two years ago that no one's ever heard of. That's going to put up your numbers, if not better next year. And you got to be willing to show those dudes the door. And I don't think a lot of coaches are willing to go say this way or literally the highway. And if you think about another coach in recent NFL history, that's done something similar and the success he's now having, that would be the old uh, Mr. McDermott over there saying yeah. either get on board or get the fuck out because Dermy Durham and Bean. I mean, they cleaned house. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> he I sat mean, there and watched him trade pieces away going, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> Like, and all they said, and what, what was the, what, what was the wording? And this is wording that the Buffalo news and local sports media bashed the shit out of them for. What was it? Trust the process, the process, trust the process. And Oh, process and culture. No, we want to win process and culture. We want to win. We are nine and three. Suck it. We are winning. I mean, to be fair, we've been listening to that rhetoric for coach after coach about culture and bullshit. So I mean, I'm not surprised by the doubt by any means, but sure, when you sit here and watch Darby get dealt and Gilmore and Darius, we're going, oh, man, <laughs> those are the biggest names we've had in a long time. What are we doing here? Yeah. So, yeah, the skepticism I'm not surprised about. I mean, you obviously have to turn around and produce, or otherwise you're an idiot. So, But no one wants to wait that long. That's not today's NFL. You don't right. get three years to do that. Yeah, and I mean, that – I think you get three years if you can show progress and what happened. And we did, we yeah, did. We, we showed that was progress. what minimum we did. You could tell that you could at least tell the difference. We didn't go from Oh, and seven, Oh, and 16. Jesus. What's my problem. Oh, and 16 to an AFC championship game. No, we didn't do that. But every year there was a step that you could clearly tell look completely different than the year before. Yeah. And I, I think that's the issue with some of these guys that go elsewhere that want to do it you know, quote unquote, the Patriot way is you have to be willing to put your neck on the line to stick to doing it that way. And that is something, again, the Bill Belichick and Sean McDermott have both done very, very well over the years is say my way highway, it's going to work. You need to believe. And if you don't, I'll find someone who will just to prove my point. What I, and this is a total guess, but what my assumption is of why these coaches don't work out is because Billy, for the most part, is a dictator. I know it sounds bad, like that term usually doesn't sit well, and I'm not saying in a bad way, but he's a dictator, which means all the other coaches, when Billy says jump, they say how high. Now, all of a sudden, how high guy is the dictator. And the transition to that is hard to do because you spent all this time not being the yes man, but you were the one that was told what to do. Now you're the one who has the power. And I really think that these ego shots these dudes get don't go well. And so now when you're trying to instill a Patriot way, if you're not depending, you can miss this easily. If you're not talking to people the right way, or if they think you're just talking down to them instead of at their, you know, things like that, they don't respect the crap that's coming out of your mouth because you sound like a piece of shit dictator and you just you lose a locker room immediately that felt like patricia to me you could see it on his face he like his face looked like i am bill belichick all of a sudden like right. and i don't i don't i don't think it resonated i don't think there was a transition that came i think it comes off wrong they have to come out to me i can just see the arrogance and pop of shit about like where i came from and i think players that are making millions of dollars just pretty much tell them to go fuck themselves and I, and again, and, that's a straight up assumption, but that's it's, right. I get a vibe. That's and how it feels. I, I feel like you could see, and again, the way you speak and how you, how you carry yourself in that conversation is absolutely something that matters. But when you talk about like, like, listen, I'm going to come in and this is how it's going to be. Like, you do have to be a little bit of a dictator. You do have to be a little bit of a dick and you have to be okay with players being like, fuck this, this sucks. I don't want to play here. And yeah, I mean, obviously, people get it done. McDermott's kind of like that. He got it done. Look at the Giants in uh, Rule. That's his. That's his yeah. mo, or not? That's Judge in the Giants. Rules in Carolina, but that Judge, Judge is a no-name dude. Who's just like this is it. But he's doing it. There's obviously and, a way to get your point across without pissing people off. 
and I, I think, I think it comes from an honest conversation to be honest, like, like, listen, yes, you are the multi-million dollar athlete. Like I know what it's going to take to win it, You either need to buy in or we're going to find a way to, to get you out of here and get someone in who will. And yeah. I mean, that's an it's, honest conversation. That doesn't sound like I can hear Patricia going like, this is what we did in new England. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't right. give a fuck what you did in new England. You need to come at me in a different way. So yeah, it's an honest conversation that sounds like that. I'll take that. Sure. That's, that's communicating. And I think people can, that's the bullshit that you can see through as far as I'm concerned. Well, and then the, the other side of it is that there were reports that came out that he came in wanting to go Patriot way, Bill Belichick, hard nosed dictator, my way or the highway. And after he got some pushback, which you're going to get, you're never going to have every single dude. I mean, McDermott had it. He didn't have dudes that were on board all the way. And then, you know, Again, you gotta you have to stay with it and find guys who are willing to buy in. And what he did, and this is I, I read an article about this a couple weeks ago, was all of a sudden he went, ah, fuck. Um, all right, boys, like let's go have some beers and talk about it and like be 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 homies and like Yeah, that's that's blood in the water. They smell that you're just you lost right there. Yep. And that that was that that was you know the end of the tenure, and all of a sudden he's gone. Matt Stafford looks like he can play football again. And, you know, I'm excited for them to get that young running back that they drafted and then decided not to use for the start of the year back because that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. No kidding. I mean, if anything, Stafford's getting older. Like, you should be helping him ass. Yeah. Because he's still – There's, I mean, I wouldn't have any problem having Matt Stafford as my quarterback. It would just help the poor kid. Jeez. Right. And helping him is not adding the oldest running – the second oldest running back in the league. It's you, no. know, you, you, you drafted a dude early that you thought was going to be the guy. And then a week and a half before the season went, we got Adrian Peterson sweet move six years ago. Yeah. Locker room guy. That's all great. Like a Frank Gore, but I mean, he's not a feature attribute and you need to put other things around him too. Like, yeah, we had Frank Gore, but all we were missing was a legit number one receiver, but we still had a competent receiving core on top of our old ass running back. So it's not like people could put eight in the box and look at a 36 year old going, okay, buddy, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I think the bigger surprise there is how well the bears defense had been playing. And then the lions of all they people, quit. the lions hung up 34, the bears, the bears defense quit. And they, I saw that last week and the week before, even though they were getting their ass beat, I forgot who they were playing, but they, they were in scuffles to the end of the fourth quarter. They weren't giving up an inch and they knew they were the only reason in the game. And then last week at about the third quarter, you saw it over. And even the bears defense went, you know what? This is so bad. I'm not killing myself anymore. So I'm not surprised that they got rolled into this, this just this past week. Uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit. I thought they were done going into it. Yeah, I, I would, uh, I would agree with you there. Uh, you know, I feel just, bad for him because that defense is nasty over there, but you got Nagy at the helm, pretty much just throwing pasta at the wall. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine what the locker room looks like, but when you're in the meeting going, I, you know, I give it up and give it to him who that and holiday, who be buddies. I don't know, man, we're just <laughs> out here doing, get out of here. Next, next thing you know, we're running X, Y, Z banana and Khalil Mack punched somebody in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Gino Smith. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gino Smith then 2020 is he still in the league he's playing for someone isn't he uh, well, one way to find yeah. out we got the uh... why well, I, I can picture he, him he is with the Seahawks currently. Tampa Bay right oh why did I think he was who who ended up being on Tampa Bay's practice squad oh that's right that was uh, <laughs> the other Josh Josh Rosen <laughs> <laughs> learning from the goat guy. bro yeah, learning from he's, the goat. He's goating it up, all right. Uh, God, Josh Rosen. What if he never gets back in the NFL? Could you imagine what a career that is? Yeah, going from being—I mean, that's like Ryan Leaf stuff, right there. It, it absolutely is Ryan Leaf stuff. I mean, I understand that. No, it is Ryan Leaf stuff because fuck you—you you were in the conversation of being one of the, the top picks, and so was Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf at least played some seasons. Josh Rosen, I think, might be worse. Yeah, if it. If Josh Rosen had any sort of attitude like Ryan Leaf, he this would be a conversation. But I think because he's so quiet that everyone just forgot he's alive. But <laughs> on the level of bus status, he's the same. Yeah. 
I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy who found a way to outdo Jamarcus Russell right now. Yeah. Jamarcus Russell even played for a while. <laughs> like a season <laughs> and a half. Yeah. J- Jamarcus Russell had a great rookie year. He did. That, he put numbers up. They they started to watch tape and realized that he didn't know a playbook, but that first year he did do some stuff. Yeah. Plus and then, McDonald started to be open 24 hours a day. That was a problem. Well, and then, then they, then they found out like the, the hard way by handing him blank tapes to take home and watch that he wasn't watching video because <laughs> so great. yeah, would you get a video? Yeah, it was really good. I'll break it down a little bit more tonight. And uh, they're like, yeah, that video was blank. What? <laughs> speaking That's of epic uh, stuff. Speaking of blank video, the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals were in a ball game this week. Had a lead at half. This week. I uh, I was pretty juiced about it. Now, I understand I control my own destiny, but I'm not too proud to take any help I can get. So, of course, I'm rooting for every little corner I can fucking find. And uh, I was a little sad, but I, that's, I wish I could have seen the game, but that's a good fight to put up against a team like that without a starting QB. Who even plays quarterback for the Bengals? Brandon Allen and Ryan Finley. It was Brandon Allen. Ryan Finley still in the league? Yeah, Ryan Finley threw seven passes. He was six for seven for 40 yards and a pick. Ryan Finley. That sounds like exactly what he did in Arizona. That makes a lot of sense. And then uh, that was at, that was with Brandon Allen going 11 for 19 for 153, one and one. So I don't know if there was an injury there or if they were like, ah, maybe this will work better. I don't, I don't know, but uh... – there was no that running game to, to speak injury because Brown, Brandon Allen had been the starter. His name just escaped me in the first place, but that's yeah. He started all last year, injury. but uh, yeah, of course he was money, money. Yeah. <laughs> this game got interesting because uh, there was an incident. Tyler Boyd got tossed along with one of the defensive players for the dolphins for the smallest of scuffles in the uh, out about like out, off on the sideline over there. And I think that, I mean, Tyler Boyd at the time of ejection had one reception for 72 yards and a score. He made that defense look bad on that play and then torched just gone by. And uh, I think if he stays in this game, we might see a little bit, something a little bit different because, you know, you look at the rest of this T Higgins, Drew sample, Alex Erickson, Mason Shrek, AJ green, like, and Giovanni Bernard are you are the other guys catching footballs there right now. And AJ Green has been nothing all year. Uh, I could not be happier that the whole AJ Green to the Bills thing wasn't a thing. Yeah, I didn't care about that at all. That dude's made a paper mache. He's a great receiver, but best ability is availability. Sorry, not today. I mean, losing Tyler Boyd, I think, is huge here. And this is one of those games that I think if you have Joe Burrow, we might be calling upset here. We might be talking about a game that, you know, maybe the Dolphins walk away at. I if Joe Burrow starts this game, I don't think it's called an upset. I think the Dolphins are underdogs. Very well, maybe. I mean, that's. I mean, it's nineteen to seven, and you were losing at half. Nothing about this game's impressive. It's all field goals. They didn't score a touchdown. No, I'm uh, sorry. They had the yes. one touchdown. You're right. One touchdown from Tua, correct? Yes, and it was the, the first time that Tua has actually looked like a quarterback going 26 for 39 for 269 and one. Or sorry, 296 and one. Yeah. Well, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. I mean, 19 points in the NFL doesn't scare me. I understand your defense is awesome, but uh, I lived in a world where that was how I used to win football games. That's a Tyrod Taylor score. I don't play that game anymore, so the Dolphins just don't scare me either. I'm no. over being scared. I'm awesome. I'm an awesome football team. I'll score more points than you. Get out of my way. Yeah. Um, breezing through the rest of this, because uh, we've we've been going for a hot minute here and we got to look forward to next week. The uh, the Jaguars really found a way to not win a football game, which was pretty impressive. <laughs> I love the Jaguars. What would you do without the Jaguars? I mean, uh, we need teams like this. I'm glad their their stint at the top didn't last long. And they came down so hard. And I just, I need reliable teams to be losers. So that way I can always enjoy the NFL. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, how also one, how fitting to be play the Vikings because the Vikings over the last six years now, how many impressive losses have they had? So this game is just funny to look at in the first place. (laughs) And someone had to lose. (laughs) 
the fact that the Vikings are still in the hunt. NFC for life. Like, I mean, NFC for life. I can't tell you how many years have gone by that I've looked at the screen and go, God, I wish I was in the NFC. <laughs> seriously. And like, uh, so there, many times. Just put me in the NFC. There's just no words for it. No, nope, um, no, but hey, it's fun to talk about and watch. So whatever. Sure, it sure is. Speaking of trying not to win a football game, um, <laughs> the Jets boy. Oh, that's awesome. Di- dialing up and gauge eight on a Hail Mary. That's and, awesome. And getting torched. The Jets, I don't care about. That's I know. Whatever. What? As long as as long as Adam Gase is their head coach, I'm in. Yeah, I need the, the I need that forever, and I want to know what happens to Greg Williams. The most exciting part of all of this to me is the drama and excitement that is Greg Williams. I don't understand how he keeps getting jobs. I don't understand how we keep talking about him and being good at anything. He's got a track record of nothingness, drama, bullshit. How is Greg Williams still a conversation? And where does he go next? Because you know he's getting the job somehow. Um. Head coaching job? I mean, do you think that's a conversation? Or did no. he finally seal the coffin with that last call? No, I, th- I think he gets one more kick at the can as a defensive coordinator for somebody who's going to make a mistake. I'll think of who it's going to be. Of course, here I was, and I'm part of the problem because last year I thought he should have – when they transitioned in Cleveland, I thought he should have been the coach of Cleveland this year. So, I mean, even I've made the mistake. Fuck me. My bad. <laughs> We've all been there, I guess. Well, well, you know, sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta make mistakes. Um, but I mean, look what happened last year. They got rid of tons of fun, whatever his name was. I forgot that guy was such a waste of my time. Uh, and Fred- they started to look good. Freddie Kitchens, is that who Kitchens, we're talking about? That's right, Kitchens. You you would be fat when your name's the fucking a room in your house that houses all the food. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, Williams took over, and the Browns looked like we thought the Browns should have looked in the first place. So I was very surprised that Williams didn't become the guy there. It seemed like a transition that made sense. But I guess if anybody took notes at that, you could have immediately said even the Browns didn't want him. (laughs) So (laughs) I guess I should have learned my lesson right then and there. (laughs) Right. Uh, Brown said no. You're in trouble, buddy. Here's here's a fun one. Colt McCoy beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks, man. Um, I, what are they? They are a team that got demoralized by the Buffalo Bills. Do you think we've just ruined them? That what we did? Yeah, I I think I I mean I reference it every week. I think the, the Rams the, helped too. I think the Rams and the Ramsey shoving DK Metcalf down a little bit. I. I mean, I'm going to give them some credit, but yeah, they, I agree. They really haven't looked the same since then. It's just my, I, I get the giants. We've been talking about their defense, but 12 points out of Seattle. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. A, 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 an offense that when we played them was considered top three. Yeah. That was going to be a test. And then on going into the game, that was my worry. I, I saw a shootout and said, I hope we, we hope get we have the ball last. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the Giants, that's how the Giants have to win games because Cole McCoy is only going to give you 17 points. You should be happy about that. I think Daniel Jones only gives you 24. So the Giants defense needs to be that good. But it's 12 points by Seattle. That's, uh, that's impressively bad. So who are they getting worse? Or the Giants creeping up for a team? The NFC East, by the way. <laughs> Just the Giants in Washington. This is what we're dealing with for first place. And when this season started, if anyone, anyone predicted that. The only people that predicted that probably predicted the Jets to finish in second place in the AFC. So, Yeah, because you, you, you either predict that because you're a fan of one of those two teams or just thought like, I'll, I'll, and I'll give it to him. Nick threw it out there, you know, Giants for the NFC East. He's been thrown out there every week. Every week I see him say something about it. So I, who knows? Well, he hasn't been wrong for a couple of weeks because – I mean, and I, I don't give it to him with McCoy. I think Washington right now is the favorite because I will take Washington's defense and Alex Smith over Giants defense and Daniel Jones or Coy McCoy. Danny died. So my, my edge is the ageless wonder who 
won a game Kurt Schilling style this week. Yeah. Bloody sock and all. Awesome. Awesome. That's what I <laughs> somebody made a comment about how gross it was to go. That's what he used to look like every Sunday. First of blood. <laughs> I go, you weren't an offensive lineman if you didn't have a cut on the bridge of your nose. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. This new so, NFL is for pansies. The 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 best part about that is like the you know, the, the announcers were so worried about it. Like they were like, Oh my God, like blood just gushing from his leg and blah, blah. Like, I, you know, I, I wonder if it's from like the, you know, one of the, one of the surgeries or whatever. I'm like, if something happened on his leg with, from a surgery, he shouldn't still be playing. Cause that wound is still no open. Kidding. And yeah, the best no part kidding. was it was the wrong leg. It wasn't even. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing I said when I was watching I go, is that the surgery leg? And I go, what the hell does that question even mean? There's no way that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Then they show the replay, and it's just a cleat on the shin. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Who cares? That man's just got good yeah, blood like, flow down there. I mean, they, they made sure of that when they fixed the other one. Well, it's any thin spot in the body. That's all capillary. The blood comes pouring out of there. You're fine. Uh, not over- no blood you have, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not overly impressed by Bill Belichick abusing a rookie quarterback because that's what he's made a living doing. Uh, not impressed uh, by the Packers beating the Eagles. The Broncos gave the Chiefs a game. That was special teams lost that game. I'm not even giving Billy that much credit. No. no the Broncos gave uh, gave the old uh, Chiefs a game after they got a quarterback back, which is kind of nice to see. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I think he's bad, so I hope he sticks around for a while. Yeah. Drew Locke, Drew Locke is just good enough that they're going to waste a couple of years hoping that he turns into the guy, but he's never going to turn into that guy. No. And then uh, obviously we've covered the, the big upset, the, uh, the, uh, the under formerly undefeated Steelers losing to a team with no name. See, no, I wanted the Steelers to win because. Yeah. You wanted to be the, you wanted to be the team that knocked off the undefeated Steelers. No, I just wanted fat and happy Pittsburgh coming to Buffalo, you know, resting on their laurels. I did not want a loss to Washington with Mike Tomlin at the helm going into Sunday night, because now I'm going to get an angry Steelers team. But now I go on to talk radio and WGR. They do not agree with me. They Steve Tasker thoroughly thinks that this is a good thing. And Kelso believed him. And then Kyle Schrager got on and said, blood in the water. This is going to be great. And I was like, I get that, I guess. But Mike Tomlin scares the shit out of me coming off a loss to what he is going to tell his football team was inferior to them. So, I mean, you've been tested a couple of times. You haven't looked great. And then you got beat by, and I'll agree. It's an inferior football team. I, I don't like the vibe I'm going to get from the Steelers. I think that scares me, but hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah. I, the only, the only thing that could potentially, you know, curtail that is you know you get that angry Steelers team and in reality that angry Steelers team is not very good because they have not played a whole lot of good football teams and they've had a lot of close calls with a lot of I mean we're talking about a team who who once scored the Cowboys with help from the refs like I I mean again that's that's the worst defense in the league and you didn't do well against them um and Baltimore's backup slash third string quarterback and that was that game was not convincing so i i think we should win the game without question i i don't i have i have confidence in saying that i just didn't want any added incentives to the steelers because to me they have enough to be mad about or like you know when you talk about fuel on the fire like they've been pushed around with the schedule how many times and i just think they have enough that they can you know, reach into the locker room and go, okay, like this is bullshit. I'm always, it's us against the world crap. I didn't need to give them more fuel to the fire of like, oh, we just got beat by Washington. Fuck this. Now I'm mad. Like I didn't need right. that. So hopefully I mean, they're, they're riddled a little bit with injuries on the defensive side, which makes me feel good about putting up points and keeping Allen on his feet. Cause I think I really, I got to neutralize Watt and I should be okay. I think I like our matchups there. Um, Pittsburgh offense, they don't seem to be able to run the ball, which makes me feel good because I like my secondary. So again, I should win this game. Yeah. I just wanted to feel better about it. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's where I'm at too. I mean, you can't run the football. That's, that's, you know, been debatably, not debatably, that has been our weakest point. 
uh, seeing most of our defense come in healthy. Finally. Um, you yeah. Know, I, look I, good I, for weeks. So we look like we're improving, making steps every week. Yeah. I, you know, find, finding a way to make AJ Klein a relevant football player, which after the first couple of weeks of him filling in for Milano, which was good to see back and making an impact immediately. Um, I, we, our defense is moving in the right direction. Their defense is moving in the wrong direction. Um, as long as we don't call any designed runs at TJ Watt, I think I'll be okay. Sorry. Know, designed, maybe that's the answer. Designed quarterback runs at TJ Watt. Well, the last time we tried that Bird. with a, with one of the, uh, you know, with, with, with our quarterback, we ran out an elite defensive end. I almost lost Josh Allen's knee. So I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Both is uh, a douchebag. That little bit. He, I think he's dirty. I think he's a scumbag. Well, and he even came out and said, like, you know, I wasn't trying to hurt him. I wasn't trying to hurt him. Like, you know, that dude's a, you know, that dude's huge. He's, a, he's bigger than I am. And he's tough to bring down. Like I was just trying to get him on the ground and I, you know, watching it, I don't know. I get it. Cause you, the last thing you want to do is let go of a big guy and the play's not over and whatnot. And that one bothered me a little bit. Cause I think I was already mad that I'm going into it. I think if I watched that neutrally, I probably don't think of anything, but I mean, I've seen Bosa make enough plays that he's, He's got a dirty streak to him. I don't think maybe he's not a complete scumbag, but he is not above giving you a little extra when it's really unfucking necessary. Well, I mean, you know, does does he need to throw his hip into the back of Allen's leg there to fold him backwards, or can he replant his feet and spin you to the ground? You know, I mean, that's why you're 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 tackling a quarterback, not Derrick Henry. Why are you wrapping and throwing yourself at the back of his knees? I mean, yeah you know, trying to drag, you know, drag him down and trip up and you end up folding the dude over backwards. But, um, you know, I think, I think we have a lot of good matchups here. I think this, I think the Steelers defense or the Steelers team is going to be very good for a long time because Tomlin has just proven that he can do that. I mean, well, we talked about it last night with, uh, with Austin, when we were playing the, uh, the old shell there. I mean, the, you, you lost arguably one of the best receivers and one of the best running backs in the league. And you still found a way with a third string quarterback found a way to go eight and eight. Yeah. Last that's, year was unbelievable. That's just good coaching. Was, like, yeah, that was, I don't know who did win coach of the year last year. Cause he should have, I know we talked about that at one point. I mean, that was those cards that you got dealt to even be relevant at that point was phenomenal. And I get it. You're eight and eight and you're never going to get that award, but anyone who knows shit, I, I sure hope gave some credit to that. <laughs> uh, it was John Harbaugh that won it. Harbaugh. Yeah, that's right. Cause Jackson went off. Ooh, cool. I run the ball. Right. So we already covered that one. Um, some <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the dolphins matchup with the chiefs this week. Uh, I hope this is the week that the dolphins get exposed for not being a very good football team that plays some above average defense at times, because, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the chiefs put, if up, the chiefs 40. put up points. It's over. So this game, their only hope is that the Dolphins' defense is stymie. But this will be a good look at what the Dolphins' defense is for sure. Because I know what I did against the Chiefs. So, yeah, uh, you're uh, the two, (laughs) the two, the two in competition for the NFC East are taking on uh, the bottom feeders, really, if you want to call them that, of the NFC West between the Cardinals and the Niners, which on paper, those are not great matchups for those teams, but the way the thing has been going for both of those, all four of these teams, these could be very good games. I think they're going to be good games. If you put this on paper six weeks ago, we're laughing at this. We're probably not talking about it, but yeah, these are probably both good football games. Yeah. I mean, again, the way, the way things have been I mean, trending, my four o'clock lineup, I'm, I'm hoping to see Washington San Fran because what else am I going to watch? Uh, I think, <laughs> I think the Colts Raiders game is going to be good. That's why I threw it in our, uh, our, Oh, that is a four o'clock there. I was looking at my four twenty fives here. Yeah. That's good. That Colts Raiders. Definitely. I did see that one earlier in the week. Yeah. I'm going to like that one. And that's on CBS. So, you know, you're getting that. Well, I hope the jets, no, the jets are at Seattle. So locally we should definitely get India at LA, right? You would hope Vegas is closer. <laughs> yeah. Also, Seattle. Oh, it's on CBS. But yeah, that's got to be because that means we're getting Nance and Romo. You know they're not going to Jets in Seattle. Get out of no. here. 
playoff no, and, implications all over in DLA. Yeah. LV. LV. Yeah. No, I mean, that's my bad. None of, none of the, uh, none of these other games really intrigue me a whole hell of a lot. Uh, the Ravens Browns game, I think is going to be a good one. I think we're going to find out who, who's yeah. Who I'm there. excited for Monday night football. And especially because that affects me as far as I'm concerned too, standing wise, but that game. And I think we're going to find, I can't believe I'm saying this. We're going to find out who Baltimore is more than we're going to find out who Cleveland is. I think. Yeah. Well, cause I mean, the, the Cle- Cleveland is pretty much resigned themselves to the fact that their MO is going to be pound the rock with Chubb and let Baker make plays when he can. And if he, like when he can this week, they came, they, you know, they came to a game that was planned to stop the run and Baker made them look stupid. And when you run the football, we all know you run the football. Well, it opens up your passing game. Yeah. which I think is yeah. what Baker needs. And some of his play action fakes last week were unbelievable. I was like, Whoa, Oh, there it is. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's going to be a good one. I think you're going to find out which team is uh, the real deal over there and it's going to sort itself out. Although I do think the Ravens defense is built to stop the run. So that could be interesting. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's that one's a tough one. That's a, uh... I can see things going either way. I mean, you're asking me to trust Mayfield, which I'm not ready to do entirely yet. While well, he's he's shown flashes, I mean, I think he's he's still got a question mark on him for me. So he's put games up like last week before, and then I've watched him. If if the Browns play from behind, I don't think it goes their way. No. So if Mayfield turns the ball over early, and the Ravens find a way to put points on the board because the Ravens MO is going to be to play in front and try and run the ball. And if you give them points early, I will take a Ravens early lead over maker Baker coming from behind. So yeah. I think, I guess at that point, the key to the game is score early and yeah. take control of the clock. Yeah. Put, put points on the board on your first drive and make them think about having to throw the football early. Yeah. Cause I don't, tr- I don't trust either one of those guys to play from two scores down really. And if I'm giving somebody the lead at that rate, it would be Mayfield if you're asking me to be someone from behind. So I think it's even more imperative that Baltimore scores early to want to win that game. You, you know what would be awesome is if you see the uh, – like if the weather's crappy over in Cleveland for uh, for that one and it has to be a running game because, you know, Lamar can't throw and, you know, Baker's not trusted to do so. And it's just, you know, a 6-3 to three grinder after the third I mean, that would be a Baltimore-Cleveland game in Cleveland without question. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how you draw up. Yeah, Jamal Lewis running for both teams. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And you're going <laughs> to like you're gonna like this. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming out Uh-oh. bold claim style. Hot takes. The Jets get off the schneid by getting a good yeah. matchup against a faltering Seahawks team. I didn't even bring a bold claim. That's that's crazy talk I, right there. I, the I Jets ju- off the Schneid. The Jets off the Schneid, and they go into a. They're going to battle with the Jaguars the rest of the way for who really wants Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> because oh, man. who do the Jaguars play this week? Who do the Jags play? Tennessee. Yeah. 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 That'll, I mean, it's a divisional game, so who knows? But that should be ugly. Tickets are as low as $17 in Jacksonville. Oh, shit. I, wants I to was told today that you can get round-trip flights to Florida for like 70 bucks. Oh, buddy. I mean, I'll go yell some Duval at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Not a chance in if, hell. If, 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 we, if I have to shave, we can go, we can go do our, our Minshew Mania dress-up day. We can dress like <laughs> Minshew in the stands for $17. Yeah, I mean, these... We can sit in the bleeders. They're all open. Oh, I wonder how yeah. many fans they're letting in there. All three of them. <laughs> Count people, not teeth. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, <laughs> any, anything else for the good of your order here, guy? No, I mean, I, I was unprepared with bold claims, although I think I'm just really enjoying my football season. I don't need to be mad at anybody because the Bills are nine and three and we're awesome. So, I mean, I'm happy. Things yeah. are great, grand, wonderful. Why be yeah. mad at people? Uh, listen, I'm I'm not mad at anybody. I just I'm 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 feeling the Jets this week. They've been they've been hungry for that W. They want to they want to get Frank Gore one so we can ride off into the sunset on a win. I Second, honestly secondary bowl I was claim, looking the Jets. for them to get off the snide last week. I think they're due. Yeah, 
a uh, secondary bold claim. They 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 pull out a W, and Frank Gore calls it a career. You think he just quits after the game? Yeah, ball game. We won. I'm going out on a win. I'll give you a retirement at the end of the season. Frank Gore is not a midseason quitter. You might want to take that back. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. I think <laughs> I I, I, th- I think in the same position, 99 of other NFL players would do that. Yeah, I can see it. I like I can see Peterson doing it, and it yeah. wouldn't really change my feelings on Peterson. But just the way Gore's talked over the years, I don't see him leaving until things are done. Done. Yeah. So well, it'll be interesting to see what the Jets look like this year for sure, or uh, this week, considering the uh, Greg Williams incident. How long does Gase last? How that's just crazy to me, by the way, that you let Williams go and Gase is just hanging out there, like after he just gets done saying that he has not done enough for Darnold. How do you come out to the public and go, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. We already knew this, but you're just going to say it out loud and then fire a defensive coordinator. The next week. Like, what are we doing? How does Gase still have a job? Uh, you know, cause it's the jets. Oh, Gase for president. I'll put the sign on my lawn. I'll take the Allen one down. <laughs> Can't do that. It's working. <laughs> yeah, it is working. So we are, uh, that is all we have for this week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Hat Stats and Stats. We are looking forward to showing you guys all kinds of other cool stuff we have in the works, uh, some fun things coming out. As always, we are part of the BICVP-Radio Network. Uh, you can check out us and all kinds of like 40 other podcasts on that website. All of them are also found on Apple and Spotify. Again, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will catch you next week.